0: We believe Piper is the best because of their professionalism, because of their capability, because of their integrity, and because of the relationship we have built over the last year and a half with several of their key managers.
1: Piper Electric has been a part of the Denver community for over 35 years. Their reputation of being fairly priced, trustworthy, and dependable has allowed them to become one of the best Denver electrical contractor companies in the market.
2: Sometimes customers will ask us if we know of somebody who can be their regular electrician where they could call for anything from a small job to something much larger, maybe a remodel. And so we certainly have... Refer people to Piper and Piper to them.
1: From residential, commercial, and industrial, Piper Electric can handle all of your electrical needs.
2: They've done actually everything from repairing a small wiring situation with a circuit breaker panel to adding additional circuits, adding parking lot lighting. So really they have become a one-stop shop for all of our needs.
1: If you call today and use the promo code BSN, you will get $25 off your next service call. That's 303 646 or go to piperelectric.com.
3: Nobody out. Three and two on
0: Charlotte. Jokic gets it across the timeline. Gets a high pick and pop with Murray. Lindsey breaking through. Taken away by Nathan McKinnon. Two on two with Landis He has done it again. Vaughn Miller, ladies and gentlemen. Domp two hands. Nicole Jokic. Save me by Pro with the left pad. Oh, goodness gracious me.
3: Touchdown to Emmanuel Sanders.
1: Welcome into the Denver Sports Podcast presented by Breckenridge Brewery, your official BSN Denver beer. I'm your host, Allie Monroy, and with me today, we've got Harrison Wind, Drew Kreisman, AJ Hayfley is back from vacation, and joining us for the very first time is BSN Broncos beat writer, Zach Stevens. Welcome to the show, Zach.
4: Pumped to be on. <laughs> How late were you up last night, Zach? Oh boy, we left. The timestamp was 2.36 because we were recording one of these for you guys. Okay. Yeah, wow.
3: Man, you're a awa- you're more awake than I am, and that's disturbing. <laughs> but also probably not surprising.
1: I've got some hard hitting questions for AJ. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> How was the Manny Petty?
0: It was that place was actually super cool. <laughs> uh, so it's it's like designed for dudes to get oh. like taken care of. It was called Blacksmith Parlor in downtown Winnipeg, and if you make an online reservation, they give you a free alcoholic drink when you show up. Wow. Um mine was like right after I'd woken up so I was like can I just get a <laughs> bottle of water? Like, um, <laughs> I was like I don't I don't need like a bottle of whiskey. And right they were after so I'd nice. They day. were like, yeah, totally. Yeah, and they took care of me and they had it all they had it all like uh separated out so like you can get massages like in the back. You get the mani pedis in sort of the middle where they have all the TVs, which I was watching the World Darts Championship on. It was Which awesome. you, were
1: li- you were live tweeting it, right? I,
0: I, I mean, I mentioned it. It was like the <laughs> only tweet I fired off about it. But uh, those people get super into the darts. And then they had like a barber shop in the very front of it. Uh, it was actually, it was super cool. That's it really was, cool. It was a very good like uh, pamper myself on the first day of my vacation. Kind
5: was of that me. your 1st Manny mani-patty?
0: yeah it was actually oh, yeah. i've actually never cool. had one
5: so. do
1: you recommend it
0: it was 100 yeah, percent. it's
1: <laughs> a big topic yeah. in denver right oh, now my,
4: <laughs> my feet are glorious so i've them, been th- so.
5: i've been thinking about taking the plunge for a while dude definitely
0: do it <laughs>
5: sounds I, like, it
4: sounds like you need to go out to winnipeg to do it well yeah, and like, I mean, yeah that's I w- it, it helped
0: honestly because you're like there's a stigma dude's getting this done but then it, it being a place that sort of catered to men it was yeah. kind of cool yeah because it was like they didn't you know, you didn't feel anything. You just walked in, you were was like Was it all there? It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was super cool.
4: Did you I spend your whole day there? I mean it no, sounds like you did no, not no, spend no. your whole day and night. I, I uh I
0: was there for about an hour and a half and then I wandered around downtown Winnipeg just to get the see the sights and just kind of explore. How so. was the rest
1: of your vacation?
0: It was good, it was productive. Um Yeah, I won't I won't get into any of my personal stuff on this, but the abs listeners already know, so it's fine um it was it was great it was just what i needed it was 10 days away from my life and now i'm back and it's great
1: andre said you won the week last week do you agree after after the vacation
5: (laughs) yeah Yeah, i won the was because of sampo ranta (laughs) (laughs) it was all that i did not (laughs) talk about
0: Sampo Ranta one time (laughs) all week it It seems like you did (laughs) it was so it was everybody else wants to talk about rambo santa but i'm (laughs) i'm good
1: Well, moving on to some actual sports, we're going to start off with the Broncos. They played their third preseason game Monday night against the San Francisco 49ers, and they lost 24-15, which means the season's over, right? Season,
4: season's done, and as John Elway would say, how are the Broncos right now? Well, they're 1-2. and two. <laughs> It's like, John, come on. Come on. That's not an answer. It's preseason.
1: So a few things from yesterday's game. Bradley Chubb was phenomenal. Is that something we should expect from him throughout the season? His performance?
4: Absolutely, because what's th- this has been the off season of Chubb, as as we've said uh, <laughs> with the Broncos. Wow. What what's what what's happened? Yeah. <laughs> Grand
3: Junction listeners, what's up? <laughs> what
4: what's happened with Bradley Chubb this off season? Vic Fangio has consistently called out Von Miller, saying he mm-hmm. needs to be better. And then on total opposite spectrum he's praised Bradley Chubb. So is defensive coordinator Ed Donatel. So have all of the players around him. So this isn't just he had a great game. This is showing you what you can expect for this season.
1: Should we be concerned at all that the offense hasn't actually scored any points the first team offense? I think after Wait, wait, wait.
4: <laughs> they haven't scored any points <laughs> the entire points season. The That's kicker. a bad stat. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, the <laughs> kicker, the kicker. But they the haven't kicker like has six thrown points. a touchdown exactly. or anything like yeah. that.
1: Joe Flacco hasn't done that.
4: After Saturday night once th- then they'll have like a full game on tape. If they haven't had it, then then yeah, it's a concern.
1: Harrison, you're chuckling over here.
5: No, I mean I just think that's a pretty, uh, pretty interesting stat. <laughs> that it that it <laughs> might take them four games to score
0: their first touchdown. Yeah,
5: I think it's a notable stat. <laughs> so you would say there's concern. No, I d- I do have to say though that move that Bradley Chubb put on uh, Joe Staley was it? Yep. Well, the, the strip sack. Um, He's just talking about the one, the one, the one where Joe Staley pretty much looked like he was standing in yep. cement, and Bradley Chubb <laughs> just ran right by yep. him. Yep. I, I'm not even a football guy, but I watched that like five or six. And times Kind of
4: dipped underneath.
5: It's very yeah. Von Miller esque. Is is, that- is Bradley Chubb gonna be better than Von Miller this year?
4: I think that's a legit conversation, right? I, I think mean, so
5: if I was just an alien dropped in from uh, outer space and just watched that <laughs> preseason <laughs> game, I would have said Bradley Chubb's our best player. And then
0: somebody who works in sports would be like, it's preseason football.
5: Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly.
4: Get out of here, alien.
1: <laughs> well, we're going to keep analyzing the preseason football. What about special, che- special teams, Zach?
4: I'll just use Vic Fangio's words. It's a big-time concern. Yeah. I mean, everything that can go wrong goes wrong. And that's happened every single game for the Broncos. Yesterday, you saw it, uh, their best catcher of the football on punt return. Ball went through his hands, hit his face mask, and then fell on the ground. Super embarrassing. That's their best guy. Uh, that also, not that's, that's not a good look. It's not a good
3: look. you got, you got to catch it when it hits you in the hands.
1: <laughs> and it hits you in the face and mask the at least. Face. Something,
3: right? Yeah, and then probably back in the hands again. a second <laughs> yeah. opportunity to get that one. Like,
1: they also gave up 80 yards on two kick returns.
4: Yeah. Everything that can go wrong has Everything. gone wrong. I mean, people in town are, are, are already talking about firing the special teams coach before the season starts. That's (laughs) spicy. Wow.
6: That's pretty crazy. (laughs) No, well, I
5: I actually saw this last night when I was watching the game. Brandon McManus had this kickoff where he only ran back, like, a couple yards into, like, his – like, his motion. Did yep. you see
4: that? It yep. like, the first kickoff of the game. Yeah, isn't that nuts you can still boot it that far?
5: Well, because well, he only kicked it to the goal line, then the guy returned it.
4: Right. and it's like, why wouldn't you take a bigger runway? They'll yeah. say that's intentional to just see the other guys do their job instead of just kicking it out every single time. I, I wouldn't imagine that'll happen during yeah. the regular season. I don't season. know. I just thought that was weird. Yeah.
1: What were, we've talked about some of the negatives, what were a few positive takeaways from the game yesterday besides Bradley Chubb?
4: The defense mm-hmm. in general, I mean, they, they just look so good. Vic Fangio's defense looks like it's not going to put his best players in a position to fail, which has kind of happened the past few years. They're going to, Vic Fangio's going to help his players, so it's, it's a weird thing that's happening here. He's going to help his players instead of hurt them like, like has happened the past few years.
1: What about Emmanuel Sanders? He is killing it. Seven months after his Achilles, after going down with an Achilles injury, and he is running like as if nothing had happened.
4: First play on the field. Yeah. Catch to pass to Emmanuel Sanders. Catch. A few plays later, a little reverse end around to Emmanuel. He looks so good, and this is what he's looked like uh, for the past few months. We've been seeing it, and then he got to go out and show it.
1: I mean, that's crazy. After an Achilles injury, it's incredible.
5: It's incredible. Achilles is usually. I would think a near career ender in football, especially.
3: Yeah. Well, and for a guy whose like primary skill throughout his career has been his athleticism, right? Right. (laughs) he's he's not been the big, tall, run him down Calvin Johnson. Like that is not what Emmanuel Sanders has ever been about. So you need that explosiveness. It's one thing to say, like, he can go, like you can get out there and run on it, but to be as explosive as he was and he's, not a young man anymore exactly. in the game of football. Exactly. It's absolutely great. Yeah. Cra- I say that is what my age. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Emmanuel He's old Sanders, and washed. But, right. Uh, just I mean, uh, yeah, uh, showing up for us old guys, <laughs> making it look good out there.
4: I mean, Love 32 it. years old yeah. for for a receiver that is old. You're what? ancient almost, especially coming off an Achilles.
1: Can you imagine? KD has that that recovery that fast.
5: Well, I mean, he's pretty much been ruled out of next year. Kevin Durant. But then again, if Kevin Durant is like eighty percent of the player he was, he's still probably a top five player. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but still.
1: Well, moving on to las cucarachas. Okay.
4: <laughs>
3: How about that?
4: Are they staying alive?
3: They're not dead, so technically, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Math- mathematically speaking, they're you know I I even yes I sent out the Monty Python tweet there. The guy's hauling him out to the cart. He's ready to throw him on the cart, but the Rockies are insisting that they are not quite dead yet. Uh, Yeah, it was against the Marlins that they got a a sweep there, a part of four games in a row. Uh, Then they drop another really dumb one to the Diamondbacks. Uh, But they're hanging around, and, and I think the big takeaway from this last week, honestly, is like, they're not killing themselves anymore, and some fans may love to hear that. Some fans may hate mm-hmm. to hear that. Like, maybe they should be beating themselves up for the crap season they've had. But they've loosened up a little bit, and they're starting to have some fun out there. You mentioned the Les Cucaraches thing. Like, they're, they're trying to find ways to convince themselves that there's something every day to play for. And we've seen some actually inspired baseball out of that, a couple of walk-off wins, mm-hmm. uh, some really fantastic defensive plays, uh, particularly from your boy Tapia. Altapia. Uh, he's been on the top three sports center the last two nights, top plays. Uh, so there have been a lot of things for Rockies fans to enjoy out of this last stretch of baseball, which we really couldn't say earnestly for the month before that.
1: Definitely i just wh- why why are they putting wade davis what, back what's out going on there, there? yeah uh, yeah
0: i mean, <laughs> I mean wh- anytime he wants to join the fun i mean we'll let him uh
1: well that's they lost it last night or er, on monday night with wade davis right he gave up two runs right. three runs
3: right uh and he, even though i think uh, a couple of those. Were driven in against Jake McGee. I believe they were all charged to Wade Davis. I'd have to go back and see the inning again exactly how it unfolded. But the actually the long and short of it for me was this: the Rockies did their job to tie that game, and the game they they couldn't keep the tie through one batter. Yeah, Davis comes out, gives up the home run immediately, and that's the kind of stuff that the bullpen has been doing. That's just absolutely got Rockies fans on edge. And and the only defense I have for putting Wade Davis out there is who else are you going to put out there? Carlos really, Estevez wasn't else? available. Yeah, He's thrown he's 78 available. pitches in the last <laughs> let him two. Let him go. Absolutely not. <laughs> His arm is not. still attached. <laughs> the, you, you do not need to kill a guy who might be your setup man or maybe even a closer in the future, probably a closer for the rest of this season, to try to win a game when you're 12 under in August. So I'm, I'm not going to kill Estevez or Diaz doing that because I think they're a big part of the team's future. So... It's Davis, McGee, Shaw. those are your options. that's that's so z- there were options.
1: But, but, I mean, he <laughs> didn't do a whole lot Marlins, better once he got in there either. I, you saw against the Marlins Davis did the same thing and he had no outs, and Bud was like, no we're switching right away like why if if that's what's the consistency that's happening with Davis why are we still putting him in there
3: right so the obviously the super sad and and worst possible news the Rockies could have gotten for the area of their team that's struggling the most the bullpen was that the one guy who's been an absolute stud this year and Scott Oberg done for the rest of the season the scary blood clot thing he's had it before everybody wishes him well But that just, it really did just open up this gigantic, like nobody else has closing experience. And and people forget some of the, I like their stuff better, but some of these guys are very, very young and they're getting their first taste of big leagues. Jairo Diaz, Jesus Tinoco. And then the guys I mentioned before, I've just been bad. If he handed the ball to Chad Bettis, we'd be asking the same question. If he handed the ball to Jake McGee, we'd be asking the same question. Mm -hmm. You don't think? You think Wade Davis, it's.
0: It's you think because it wasn't even need, the ninth inning, it was. To, you it was it was need to just sit him for like a week. you yeah. just need to just give him a week off. I uh, so from himself, if anything else.
3: Right, and they sort of did that for a minute, and they moved him into the sixth inning, and he actually pitched well for a few outings. But mm-hmm. they they tried to have him close one when Scotty went down, and it it was just a nightmare and they're also i think they're trying to they were hoping that he would build on that momentum and they could get some trade value i think they're going to shop him in the offseason mm-hmm. i think there's a real legitimate thing there and it's harder to shop a guy when you just sit him and, and tacitly admit he can't go anymore even though i mean
0: i mean you're going to keep putting him out there and his the, ERA yeah, that is doesn't help by yeah, correct also,
3: like, also not good for your you, trade you, value i mean what yeah. are you going to do so yeah.
0: this, at this point it's not happening the only way they're going to trade him regardless of if they play him or not is if they eat the contract money on it and so, I mean, just stop doing it. What's right? Stop at- shooting yeah. yourself in I, the foot. I, I mean,
3: I don't disagree. I'm doing my best to explain <laughs> like, why <I laughs> think they're doing like it. But. the
0: best, the best part of of stop stopping hitting yourself in the head with a hammer is is the relief you get when you finally stop. <laughs> so just yeah. let it be. It's done. <laughs> so what's like, right? What's
4: the right answer for the next month and a half? It seems like everything's the, wrong. Just right. like
5: quit and sim the rest.
4: Right. Admit that. The Kukuraches are dead and just be done with it. <laughs> I mean... Well, everybody else is still fighting except Wade Davis. I mean, the bullpen. Yeah.
1: I
0: mean, even then, like, Brian Shaw had a, had a great outing the other day. Like, there's life everywhere else in that bullpen except that one dude who can't throw strikes. He can't... See, that's
3: where I just wholeheartedly disagree, though, because just as often as Wade Davis has done this, Jake McGee and Chad Bettis have done this. Yeah, I, mean, Jake I agree with Jake that McGee 100%. Sucks, yeah, but so. I mean, and Chad Bettis has the worst Ugh. ERA of any of these guys, and he has the terrible habit of giving up up a home run to the first guy he faces almost every single time out of the bullpen like that's that's a brutal now that's exactly what wade davis did last night but i'm saying it's he's (laughs) great but chad bettis is the worst pitcher of of those guys today yeah absolutely and and that's what's brutal then dfa him and move on again at this point what does it matter
0: I mean, for you, about, you have a month I and mean, a half to try and start working on solutions for next year. Right. You but the, all a a their team, young right? guys
3: are up. They've just been used throughout that whole Miami series. And I that, mean, now I think you go the rest of the way with Diaz and Estevez are, are your plus guys.
1: Giving them those reps.
3: Absolutely. They're, yeah. they're your plus side guys. If there had been a save situation last night and Estevez hadn't thrown so many pitches the last few days, I think he would have gotten called upon. Uh, to get the baseball there, but
0: I mean they DFA'd I, I, I and I to bring up Nunez and see what he has. Right. Just keep doing it. I agree. Mm. I agree. Just I mean, just it's the sunk cost fallacy playing out right in front of us with the with the bullpen. The only
3: guy you can do it with though is Chad Bettis because these Mind. other yeah, do it. I, 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 I don't disagree. There's the <laughs> I mean
0: it's that simple man. Like you just do it. Just get rid of the guys who suck and then give chances to other guys and if they also suck then okay, great. Now you have something to do in the offseason. Yeah. But continuing to sit here and watch them roll out with the same exact group is just like what are you expecting to happen?
1: Moving on to like some <laughs> <laughs> some positives. What are a few things fans should look forward to in the rest of this Diamondback series?
3: Uh well more Ryan Tapia more Ryan McMahon please get get like uh, the Ryan young Ryan McMahon
1: is killing it yeah, right now. McMahon
3: went through a stretch where so we had five home runs in four games, uh, and none of them were cheapos. Like none of them, you could be like, "Ooh, juiced ball home run!" Like no, nah, <laughs> that was a four hundred fifty-five foot shot to center field, dude. Like, <laughs> like deep
0: into the trees. Yeah, like
3: he got all that one. I think uh, those guys have been a lot of fun to watch, uh, particularly as Tapia seems to be getting into a groove defensively. It's been the biggest issue with him throughout his career, and if he can make himself to some degree an asset out there, he's going to win some playing time, he's going to get more at-bats, and it may make the Rockies... Uh, more inclined to truly and finally make Ian Desmond a bench player and not worry about the fact that he doesn't have a position to play. Find a bat that, that they can get a different answer at first or wherever, but just go forward knowing that your outfield, if healthy, is Blackman, Dahl, Tapia with Hampson as a backup there as well, and you don't have to worry about those defensive issues. So... That stuff's been really fun to watch. And then you mentioned Dom Nunez. Like, those are the kinds of guys. And some of these other young relievers, like Jesus Tinoco. Uh, like, his ERA is bad because every once in a while he throws at 99 right down the middle. But he's got Filthy stuff. And I think he's going to be good one day. So let's, you know, start seeing more of that. There, there's a lot of young players that have been fun to watch. And then every time somebody hits a home run, they do the Las Cucarachas it's antennas awesome. thing. And it's <laughs> funny. Like Yonder Alonso has been awesome to be around. And he's been great for that clubhouse. Uh, you can see, like, man, if they'd have had some of this momentum and looseness earlier in the season, they might not be in this spot. But
0: they've been real fun to watch through eight innings. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. The Cucarachas <laughs> thing is the perfect storyline for a team
5: that's just dead in the water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It's the it's perfect so storyline for the media to grab onto. So, quick it's question. Great.
1: Was Charlie, like, Charlie would never do it, and then this weekend he did? Because everyone on Twitter made a big deal, like, Charlie did the Cucarachas. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Like, it, it doesn't surprise me that he was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> 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 There's no way I'm doing that. And then they won a couple of games, and Nolan hit a walk off and everyone started doing it and the crowd was going wild and Chuck was like damn it I'm going to have to <laughs> do it <laughs> uh, and, and it just and then after the last win uh, against Miami uh, as you know they're they're playing the music and they're giving you the scoreboard totals are correct they played the little horn sound I was oh my like, god wow. that's incredible they, they fully embraced it and, and you have to like again you've got to we, we talked about this a few podcasts ago like how in a baseball season do you continue when there's almost no hope and you've got 35 more games you have to play? Yeah. There, you got to have some kind of thing to play for, and the Rockies picked a good one. I, I don't think it's going to make a difference, but they're hanging around. <laughs> and if they go into September, giving their fans a reason to watch, uh, and 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 even like AJ said, giving them fun baseball, even just through eight. <laughs> That's, that's not the worst thing in the world.
4: Well, especially for this team, when they came in with so, with, with all the high hopes and, and aspirations, it got to end with something, right? Right. Oh,
3: absolutely. Like, some people put no stock into it and say it doesn't really matter, but you want to end the season strong. You yeah. you don't want to just go out. You know.
0: I mean, tell that to Tapia and McMahon, who are all building towards being this is who they're gonna be next year as regulars. Exactly. Uh, like this is this is meaningful for those guys. You combine that with the you know, the contributions that you expect out of your regular elite guys, you know, your story Blackman and, and Arenado, and all of a sudden like you're building a lineup and then you you get any of those starting pitchers kind of back on track. I mean this is it's not without meaning for those guys too, to start building it's all building towards April. Right. This isn't this isn't about this year anymore. It's all about this is this is like competitive spring training. for them.
1: Yeah, I think we've talked about it in past pods, but I think that's definitely such a cool feature of baseball because you don't see that in the other sports. We're actually having a chance to see these young guys really perform well when it doesn't matter anymore. And
5: well, actually, in the NBA, some teams do that for the whole season. (laughs) (laughs) But enough about the Knicks. (laughs) Like four or five teams every year.
1: Before we move on, I've got to tell you guys about the incredible Total Bev 30% off deal. That's right. Total Bev is giving the BSN fam 30% off your purchase of $25 or more using the promo code BSN2019 online or on the Total Beverage app. Total Bev delivers to most of the metro area from Boulder to, to Lakewood to Aurora to Brighton, and they have the lowest prices in the state. They now offer CBD products too, drinks, gummies. You can enjoy CBD products on your next visit. So don't let this offer pass you by. Order today and receive 30% off your purchase of $25 or more. And better yet, don't leave the comfort of your own home and get it delivered. We are going to answer some questions. We got questions on the pod, guys. Exciting time. Yeah. Uh, They're all of our Broncos listeners from what I can tell. (laughs) So Broncos subscribers are used to leaving a lot of questions mm-hmm. on the Broncos I, sure <laughs> are. I, li- I like
4: divvying them up now.
1: <laughs> so our first comment was Bronco Biker. Hey there, everyone. I love the show as the guy who mostly follows the NFL. It's nice to have this as a foot in the door to the other Denver teams. My thoughts on a good rule change would be to legalize the pick play in football. Nearly every team runs a version of this play anyways.
4: Hmm. Sounds like sounds like a guy that likes offense, likes where the rules are going anyways. I mean, who, who wouldn't like more offense?
2: Yeah. I mean, isn't that just opening the door for, like, pick and rolls being set in the open field? So and what? Course, Run it.
4: More offense.
2: It becomes insane. So what? <laughs> like the, you change the game. I mean, they, they they don't really
0: enforce it consistently enough as it is. And so when it does get called, it drives everybody crazy. Because it's like, oh well what about the four times earlier that this happened? Right. That you can pull up on film from that game in which they were like, it's fine (laughs) and then they randomly call it and you're like, What in the world? Right.
5: The only only downside is it's probably a little dangerous. Like, can't you just see people getting absolutely like clocked
0: on pick plays? I mean, the NFL is soft these days, so yeah. no. I, I know the NFL <laughs> is, like,
5: really, really concerned with concussions and like, CT. It's like their number. I'm,
0: I'm joking. <laughs> 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 am wide you? receivers are not going to run into dudes very hard. They're <laughs> just going to be like, I got in your way. <laughs> and that's, that's as much as they want to do. Yeah. How dare you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Remember the... Openings of Madden when we were kids like would just oh. be headshot after headshot after crunch NFL. The good old Madden days. 99. Yeah. <laughs> Some DMX
2: and guys just getting obliterated. <laughs> right, right, Their like, lives being shortened by 20 years yeah, and us right. celebrating it in a Madden intro highlight. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, we were such savages just 15 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> it's, it's a it's, different it's, world. It's
4: insane. Imagine if the NFL was like Blitz. Right. Remember, remember yeah. That oh, I remember. One. Oh, yeah. Just blade. running to bomb every oh, play. Yeah. That's pass
3: the best interference. Play. Totally. Can you imagine? That's what I want to see. <laughs> yeah. Legalize pass interference. There's Look, no dude, pass interference. Catch, yeah. Just, just hit them. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You're standing there waiting for it to come down, and you get wrecked. Sorry, bro. That's
4: how you bring defense back.
3: That's right. Right. You can run. That's what we should do. You can run the pick play legally. Run pick and rolls all you mm. want, but defenders should be allowed to hold and pass interfere <laughs> all they want.
1: <laughs> Basically, no rules.
3: So basically, it's rugby now. I think <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did we just invent rugby. <laughs>
0: wow! All
1: right. Next up, Lone Star Bronco said, "Hey BSN fam, quick question: Who do you guys think is the most well-versed pod member across all the Denver sports as a whole?" I would say AJ and Ryan. That's my thoughts.
4: Yep,
5: it's yeah. probably the yep. guy who knows the most about <laughs> hockey, considering <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the most mm. yep. niche sport.
3: None yeah. of the rest of us know.
5: Well,
2: and to his credit, he knows his stuff about baseball. You For know, sounds sure. like Puts he's the, the only guy still yeah. watching the Rockies, which is... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got to admit, I'm not uh, watching the a, Rockies. A sickness. Every day all in of in I you watch like, the Rockies yeah, every like, day on
1: vacation? Well, she
0: she had her things to do at night because she was still working and whatever, whatever. Uh-huh. And so I would toss the Rockies game up on the TV while I was playing Fire Emblem on the Switch, and that's what I did every Live day. Living the yeah. dreams. I, I love, love it. it. Oh my god. <laughs> the, the, it was the dream until Wade Davis, finished. right? Until oh, the that's what it turned was say, into a yeah. nightmare.
3: Now, now I'm am g- understanding a little more of the his ruining switch and vacay time. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this,
0: I feel the same way about Jake McGee. Every time he comes in, my eyes just roll into the back of my head, and I'm like, I hope I hope to black out for the next fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's AJ.
1: all right then he said also which teams do you think are closest in their trajectory over say the next three to five seasons which we'll be getting to that after the question so we'll just we'll get back to you lone star bronco he finished off with love this pod it's really cool to have all the sports come together much love from texas and then we've got ice man who said do
4: we know where in texas
1: nope just said much love from texas do you know
4: not off the top of my head. I'm sorry for letting you down, Texas. I
0: thought I thought you guys cared about your listeners. Oh.
1: Oh. Wow. Wow.
0: What is this? What wow. is this
4: one way street going? I'm, I'm on? gonna guess.
1: Would Ryan know?
4: Ryan would not know. Okay. No, we, we we can try it right now. We can see.
1: All right, Ice Man said, "Ah, more alley." <laughs> Well, no. well, thanks. Thanks for listening. Avs, AJ wins the week. Sweet. Avs done for the year, and dude's not even here on vacay in O Canada. Killing it, AJ.
0: It was a good week.
5: <laughs> in O Canada. O Canada. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yo, I've got one more observation from the Broncos game. Just Ooh. just kind of oh. ended oh. on this. Um, you guys who are at the game, I don't know if you were privy to it. Did Did you Ooh. guys watch the uh, broadcast? No, I was watching the yes. Okay. Booger McFarland yeah. really made this a tough
2: watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? what happened yeah. now? Get sure, <laughs> you just, sir. <laughs> just, just being him. This was,
5: this was in my, uh, my game notes, but he made this thing a really tough watch. You know, he was down on the field last year and kind of like that cart
0: thing. The Boogermobile. Yeah, yeah.
5: It reminded me of that thing Kanye was on at Coachella like five <laughs> years ago. Oh, my God. Never went. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But, anyways, now he's up in the booth and. It was just a tough watch. Like he, This was the one of the things I noticed. He prefaced every name. He had to say, like, number 55 Bradley Chubb. Like, he wouldn't just say mm-hmm. Chubb. Wow. What's, what's, number 58 Von Miller would look great on this play. What's better? It was a
2: players only TNT broadcast oh. or Booger McFarland on every single I mean, let's Monday not go too far. I'll take
0: Booger McFarland. <laughs> 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 okay, okay. I'm just good. saying The Players only TNT broadcast was great because you could no. mute it just like all the others. <laughs> uh.
1: I honestly those were not good. They, they just good. never really talked about the game. And then whenever it was the Nuggets on, they knew nothing about the Nuggets, and you're just sitting there watching and you're like, What are you saying? Yeah. That's how I felt. <laughs> Th-
5: that was just in my game notes from last night. Booger McFarland
0: <laughs> made, made it a little
5: bit I'm, of a tough. I'm glad watch. you brought so it up. Was it,
4: uh, it was it better with Jason Witten?
0: Ugh,
6: <laughs> I, know. I, know. I know.
4: It's
0: like it's like listening to Jeff Houston every day. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's
5: a tough choice. I don't know.
6: <laughs>
1: okay, well in this segment we're going to talk about who has the best chance to win a championship this upcoming season.
0: Oh, the Nuggets by far. Okay. Yeah. Oh, easily, because the West is as open as it's ever been. Uh, there's no continuity outside of anybody outside of what like kind of the Rockets and the Nuggets. Rockets, I mean, and and have continuity outside of
5: Russell Westbrook, right? Who's
0: like the most <laughs> ball dominant guy out there outside yeah. of the guy he just teamed up with. Yeah. So I would say I would say the Nuggets easily just because the NBA is as open as as it's been, and that's been its problem for how long now. Is that it's so top heavy, and now there's you could pick six, what, six, seven teams that you could realistically between the East and the West? Sure. Go, like, I think you could look at it. I think run. you
5: could look at it and say, here are the teams who have a shot at winning the title Milwaukee and Philly out of the East. I don't no, think any. No, Boston? No, I wouldn't put Boston in this category. But then out of the West, you'd probably say Denver. You'd probably say Houston, Utah, the Clippers. The Clippers, the, the Lakers.
0: Clippers, yeah. Boy, I don't. I'm just not behind the Lakers yet.
5: I mean, I'm I'm putting them in that discussion, but I'm not as high on the Lakers as a lot of people. So, I mean, those are all the teams that you could probably say these guys could win a championship. It's yeah. on the table. I'd say you could make the case for all those teams.
1: I agree. And the Nuggets, just like we've talked about, having that chance of they've all played together already. So that oh, yeah. they have that leg up over all the other teams well, in, in the in West. And between
0: <sighs> another year of maturation from Jamal Murray, if he smooths out the rough edges and finds some semblance of consistency, Michael Porter Jr. is is helpful. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole West is in trouble. Like Pe- People forget that. <laughs> This last
5: playoff run was the first time in the playoffs for any of these guys. Right. Jokic, Murray, Gary Harris, literally everybody on that bench unit. It was the first time they've ever been in the playoffs.
0: And it's I think it's the sport where playoff experience matters the most. Yes. By far. Yeah. Definitely. But
4: the counter to Mm -hmm. the nuggets is all the other teams you mentioned made big time moves in the offseason. They they showed to catch the nuggets. (laughs) Is it because they had to catch the nuggets? Who finished second last year? They're they're all chasing. Why didn't the Nuggets make the move?
5: They did. They brought in Jeremy Grant, which is one of the that's, more that's underrated the move? moves of the that's summer.
0: A, that's a, that's a, the move? It's they, a big it move. It was a good they move. They took I don't Paul Millsap, that's... they cloned him, made him younger and cheaper, <laughs> and then put him on the bench while still having
4: Paul Millsap. I don't think that's a move. I don't think that's the move. I don't know, the vent- That technology they're
0: sounds like a pretty good <laughs> move. <laughs> they're, they're deeper and better than every team that that we just listed off, except maybe like Milwaukee. And, and I understand and Milwaukee the, the, suffered losses.
4: I understand the Nuggets have continuity, and, and that's great. But what if they went out and made the move, and they what said, move? and they said, the move?" And they said, "Paul, we're not going to pick up your option because we're going to go try to win this thing this year, and maybe it backfires. Maybe it's a swing and miss, and then you lose Paul Millsap. You don't pick up that player. I just think they had such an opportunity. Zach,
5: the thing was, there wasn't a p- move out there." There there wasn't a potential move out there. Kawhi Leonard wasn't going to come to Denver and stay long-term.
4: You didn't give yourself a chance, though. They tried.
5: They tried for some big names. There wasn't the mutual interest that they needed to pull the trigger on one of those moves. The big move wasn't out there. And here's another thing about the Nuggets summer. Everybody on this Nuggets team right now, or most of the core guys, are getting better. People aren't taking into account that Jamal Murray, Gary Harris all these young guys are going to come back as much better players next season. That's not the case for a lot of guys on Houston, on Utah. It's a case for you know a couple guys here and there on the Lakers, on the Clippers. They had to go out and make big moves because there wasn't like internal growth coming from the guys already on the roster. The Nuggets have that.
0: Well, and Gary Harris wasn't even good last year. Yeah. like We've seen how good he can be in the NBA. He wasn't that guy last year, and they still did what they did. Yeah, it's reasonable to expect their their move was being self-aware and understanding who they were. They the team that was ahead of them that finished ahead of them in the standings last year dropped off the map. You're not worrying about them next year. That de
4: facto makes them the top team. Yeah, it's just like to, to me. It's just like oh Well, we're, we're turning in the right direction. You know, huge step. From, from two years ago to last year. I totally understand that. And I completely agree with you. I mean, they, they are trending up. I do think that everyone has the opportunity to get better. It's just like they, they kind of st- stood back and said, all right, we're trending up. Let's just, let, let, let's just keep going. Instead of saying, we're trending up, let's take a huge step up. Now, probably agree, the Nuggets this year have the best chance. But why not the Avs? I mean, we, we admitted that you know more about the Avs than anyone ever. Well, the Stanley Cup not- is the hardest thing to win. It's also the most wide open, though. It, y- which, we saw it last talk season, up. we saw right. so many like, different teams are up, there. Trending up
1: it's, too. why It's the why the are most we just wide
0: discounting. open, so the Avs trending up means that they're still going to have the most competition. They're in a division where you've got seven teams, and you're realistically looking at six of them as potential playoff teams. It's the deeper; they have the deepest division in the NHL. Plus, they're they've got some great players that everybody knows about. They've got some great young talent. They've got some major question marks that they are they're making a huge leap of faith on like four dudes this year to play huge roles for them Mm -hmm. that have never done it before, that haven't proven anything, that haven't done anything in the NHL. And that's that's why I'm not I mean, you want to talk about the next three to five years? Absolutely. I would take the abs over the Nuggets. You want to take this next year? It's the Nuggets. I don't think I, – I mean, the Abs are going to have to scratch and claw to make the postseason just like they have the last couple of years. They're relying on a guy who's never been a number one goaltender in the NHL. Grubauer was great at the end of the year, but, I mean, he's never done it across an entire season. The Abs tried to give him – tried to have him do it last year. He didn't do it last year. He collapsed into himself like a dying star and disappeared for four months and then rocked at the end of the year and we all just kind of, you know – cognitive dissonance being what it is we all just were like cool he's that guy now Gru- right yeah. and like that, <laughs> was, that was a lot of fun but his first like 20 appearances those yeah. grooves were boos oh. mm-hmm. it's like, so they're not mm-hmm. growing folks <laughs> <laughs> right so you know they're they're they, they've got and their backup goaltender has two NHL appearances Yeah, you know, that's 25 games where you have absolutely no idea what you're going to get in net at, the most vital position.
5: Yeah, that seems like a big issue because I feel like a common thread with every team that wins a Stanley Cup is they just kind of ride a hot goaltender for yeah. at least some
0: of the playoffs. Well, and that's that's why it's so hard to win a cup is because you can yeah. build a great look at San Jose last year. Their whole roster was awesome except their goaltender and that dude sunk them. <laughs> mm-hmm. He betrayed exactly. He betrayed everything that they did by being incompetent. Have, and, like, he's he's been a solid goalie in his career, had his worst career year when they had the best roster. Mm-hmm. And you can't plan for that as a GM. You, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing Doug Wilson could have done about trying to, trying to mitigate the fact that, hey, we picked our goalie three years ago, and now he's our ride or die because we paid him a ton of money on a forever contract. And we built an amazing roster, and he had his... Goalies being what they are, and you have no idea year-to-year year what you're getting, even out of the best, and totally sunk them. The Avs the abs could miss the postseason by a mile this year because Grubauer can't handle it, and Fransu's isn't an NHL tender. Like, there's a realistic possibility of that happening. With the Nuggets, you know that you're at least getting a playoff team. Yeah, well, that's the thing about the Nuggets. Team.
5: Nuggets have an incredibly high floor yeah. because— the only way they miss the playoffs is if Jokic like has a season ending injury. What right. about if J- like,
1: M- Jamal has a season ending? They could survive that. Okay. I
5: mean they Don't wouldn't the they would That's probably true. struggle to get home court advantage in the playoffs if like a Jamal Murray or, or a Gary Harris or you know one of those other big guys behind Jokic was gonna go down for a season or a long period of time. But outside of a Jokic, like season ending injury, knock on wood, of we course. Touch wood, yeah. And also like <laughs> He's one of the more durable players in the league. People never talk about that. He played every game that he could have last year. They rested him one game. He suspended one game. Stupid. stupid. <laughs> stop. Stub- stop. Stop. Stub- 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 I mean, he was just a freaking Spend- Iron Man last year. Uh, but you know, out- outside of that, you can just pencil them into the playoffs.
0: Yeah, and with the Abs, you can't. I mean, the Abs have made the postseason on Game 82 and Game 81. Right. The last two years. So, like, as much as we're all feeling like, woo. The Avs are up and coming. Like, they've got an awful lot to prove. An awful lot to prove still.
4: Now, a few counters to what you said. You said there's so many, you know, unknown pieces that the Avs are relying on. Yeah. Michael Porter Jr., a lot of people are hoping he takes that next step. Obviously, no one can count on anything from him. But then Gary Harris, I mean, you admitted he had a bad year last year. You're just assuming that he's going to take that step. So I think there's those pieces on the nuggets as well. Well, they had,
0: I mean, without Michael Porter Jr. at all, and with a bad Gary Harris, they, they won how many games they last
4: They can
5: year? win a championship with Michael Porter Jr. doing absolutely nothing.
4: <laughs> sure, but that's what I'm saying is, everyone's saying it's it's all trending up. You know, everyone's going to take these steps up. Maybe Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. takes that step up, and And then everything's just trending in the right direction. You know, what if what if three of those things don't happen? I mean,
3: everything was trending up for the Rockies a year ago.
4: Right. I I mean, and
3: and people forget, too, it wasn't just two consecutive postseason appearances. The year before that, they had taken a big step forward. Out of you know, they had been really, really bad for a couple of years. There, the first year in uh, 2016 was Trevor Story's rookie year. They kind of burst out, and all of a sudden, they were playing 500 baseball all year. He's hitting all these home runs. They're finding some of these young guys that were uh, you know, and and then the next year they start. It was the first year for Freeland and Marquez. Uh, Gray had come along in 16. They were starting to build the team. They took a huge step forward from 16 to 17. Uh, i can't remember how many games they won in 16 but i want to say it was in the low 70s or the high 60s and then in 17 they win 87 games 2018 they win 91 games everybody was trending upward all the young guys trending upward freeland was trending upward marquez was trending upward john gray was really the only guy who was trending downward from a young player perspective let's leave Desmond McGee, all those guys (laughs) out of it from 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 the and even their core young guys, Trevor Story, who we sometimes forget had a real step back year in twenty seventeen, had a huge twenty eighteen and MVP caliber season. Nolan Arenado still in the midst of his prime. Uh, All of those guys were trending upward and route to ninety one wins, and now look at them.
4: Right, anything can happen. And I'm not, really. I'm not just, I'm not trying to tear down the just showing counterpoints, and yeah. we have to remember this is a team that has made the playoffs one straight year, just just once. Yeah, sure. You know,
3: there's just the honestly like, and the thing in the NBA is they got Jokic, like, and and, and we love to not make it that simple. But no, you're totally you, right. They have a top ten player. That right, and when you have a top ten guy on your you team, you make the playoffs. You're right, and and can do when you when he's as good as he is you can ride that guy to a championship in the NBA. They like, <laughs> have the
0: prerequisite for an NBA champion which is a, a an elite player to build around mm-hmm. and then they've got a really good roster around him and it's really young and it's reasonable to expect that they, get, they either get better or they don't take a huge step backwards. Is because, that
4: yeah it is. No is that the formula to win a championship in the NBA is one great player I mean, you. Well, have to the easiest formula. Two. You
5: have yeah, to yes, start two. I mean, the, the uh, is, is to there. have two or three superstars. But look, we don't all live in L. A. Or, or New York or Miami. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Some teams have to take a different path. But well, Toronto you know,
0: won it last year with Kawhi.
5: Right. Exactly. Toronto they, won, they, it Kawhi.
4: won it with Kawhi, and, and they, they and are like, Dallas
5: <laughs> won it with You made Navitsky. that second
0: person out.
4: But they're they're the exception. In the past, however, many years. Sure, you know. Well, everybody's the exception to
3: the Golden State Warriors, right? right. Golden State
0: State was the perfect storm at the perfect time because they drafted really well. They got what Clay Thompson and and Steph Curry were both like bottom of the lottery,
5: right? Like they were. Steph Curry was seventh overall. Clay
0: Thompson was. Yeah, I don't remember where he got drafted. Twelve
5: or
4: thirteen. I thought it was twelve. Yeah, but But let's just look at like the past ten years. You had the Heat. Uh, I mean superstars, superstars, superstars. You had Cleveland, superstars. You had the Warriors, who yeah, built it, it built it a different way. What but happened still, what Superstars? Happened, what happened
0: with the first heat team?
4: What do you mean? Like they won what, they won two titles.
5: Right. And they three lost years. to the maps. In says. four years, yeah. So And
4: then and then you had you had uh um the Celtics before superstars. That's that's just what I'm saying. It's it's I don't think the formula to win in the NBA is one top ten player. It's
0: where you start. And that's where they're hoping that they have Jamal Murray take the next step to being an all-star caliber player. I'm not, mm-hmm. not a top ten, but an all-star. And that's your guy to build around. And that's where they hope that Michael Porter Jr. That's why, they, that's why they gave him a pass. Instead of going out and getting like a Zaire Smith, a guy that could have contributed something last year, they waited. Because they wanted to see this. This is how a team like Denver has to operate. They don't, they don't get to play in free agency. When all these guys go out there and there's money to there's money to spend, they don't they don't get that attention. Denver is not that team. They have to do it a different way, and they have done it a different way. They have to draft, they have to develop, they have to get creative, they have to take chances on Michael Porter Jr. and Bull bowl, bowl.
5: Yeah, well, the, the Nuggets exactly the
0: Nuggets built their team in a way that they had to. They built they built their team the same exact way that Golden State built their team. Exactly, they did the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how you and the big difference was Kevin Durant as the as the big X factor and losing to Golden State in the in the in the playoffs and then getting loved on, which he very, very obviously needs by by the Warriors players, and the cap taking the spike that it did just as he hit free agency. It was a perfect storm to create an all time great juggernaut. Mm -hmm. So trying to recreate the Warriors is is not how you go about it. But you do take the steps that they took when they were just trying to be relevant. And that's exactly what the Nuggets did. And it's why I think the Nuggets are the team for this year. Three years from now, it's the Avs. Okay. Without a doubt. Because they've got Mm. Byram and they've got all the young kids and all those guys that they've got. They've got more talent than they know what to do with. Sampo Ranta. They've got, (laughs) look, Rambo Santa's coming, okay? (laughs) He's coming. And it's going to be nasty when he shows up. Because there's a bunch of those guys. They have a handful of those guys just hanging around. That World Junior Showcase that everybody likes to make fun of, the Avs had that they were tied with Columbus for the most young players there with six. That's a huge number of guys. So not only do they have the NHL guys, but they've got all the prospects coming. They are the team in the next three years.
5: And here's another thing on the Nuggets. They won 54 games last year, and they were one of the most injured teams in the league for the entire season. There's a lot of room for improvement there. A lot. Mm-hmm. I know I spoke about the... Are they going to win 60 this year? It's on the table. I actually just talked about this in the last BS and Nuggets podcast. How do they win 60 games? They have better health, which it's honestly tough to have worse luck yeah. yeah. with health oh than they did last year. And they get off to a really good start, which I've said at this table before that they should because their the schedule out of the gate is really easy. Their schedule is really
0: good, mm-hmm. and the continuity that they have means they should be ready to go. They could go 14-3 and
5: three over their first 17 games, have a little better luck with injuries, boom, you could win 60
4: games.
1: Okay, Harrison, Nuggets, yes?
4: Sure, yeah. Nuggets, True. yeah.
1: AJ, Nuggets.
4: For one year? Yes. yes. For this year? Nuggets. Yeah. All
1: right, I choose Nuggets, too. So <laughs> great discussion, but – Right after the break, we are going to go into who won the week, so stay tuned. Hey guys, it's Allie and
6: Lindsay here, and we want to talk to you about our new favorite wine subscription. It is Winester. The best thing about Winester is that they work with small wineries. You know BSN loves supporting small local businesses, and Winester is just that, supporting real people making real wine. These guys will curate a hand-picked shipment for you from the best small wine producers in the U.S. So my favorite part about Weinster is the fact that I don't really know much about wine. And when I
1: go to a liquor store, I tend to gravitate towards the same wine I've always had instead
6: of trying something new. But with Weinster, they make the process so easy. That's exactly right, Allie. And from my perspective, you guys, I love wine and have tried so many different types of wine at different price points. And WineStir is not only easy, but it is quite literally some of the best wine I've ever tasted, and it makes for an amazing gift.
1: Welcome back into the show. We are now doing the Who on the Week segment, which someone suggested a website where we could pay for a song. But I'm I don't gonna think Brandon's going to want to pay for that. a Who Won the Week song <laughs> when we've got a talented artist like you, Drew, at the table. Yeah, no
5: pressure, Drew, yeah, right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Never written a jingle in your life. Where's the jingle? <laughs> yeah. Right. Where's our song, dude? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> uh, I could, you know what? I, I could try to come up with something. It can even be don't a say tune. that because now you have to. Oh, I know it doesn't
1: have to be a song. It can be just a little tune. No, it doesn't need words. A but ditty? it's kind of something Look, that. Look, your off season is fast approaching. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. I've noticed this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'll be less busy in October this year than I have been the last mm, couple. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, um,
0: for those one or two days.
3: Hey, hey, those one or two days were incredible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that win against the Cubs last year is going to be
3: postseason baseball. There's nothing like it. That they, they went into Wrigley Field. Yeah. Almost this exact team went into Wrigley Field and beat the Chicago yeah. Cubs and John Lester, the winningest pitcher in postseason history. You
0: know I know mean? oh, it, man. Oh, was that a, fun? Super fun. And Tony Walters was the hero. Yeah. Tony Walters, Tony backup Kubeks. catcher. Yeah. Last Tony Walters,
5: who I saw last night, I forgot to bring this up in the Rocky segment, I actually saw this on Twitter. He had not committed an error
3: yeah. until last night. Right, on a wow. play when he twisted his ankle. That's kind of
1: crazy. Ooh. Yeah. He's been Is his ankle okay?
3: I think so. <laughs> I, I haven't heard of. He's an a catcher. He's that, fine. Just yeah. tape it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'll be fine.
1: He just has to lean on it. Rub some dirt it on it. Anyway.
3: <laughs> yeah, He'll be fine.
1: All right. Well, last week when AJ was gone, we had Rudo in, and the AVS. The AVS lost. They oh, didn't Rudo. win um, the week.
0: I wonder how much not retweeting from any of the accounts <laughs> played into that.
1: I don't think anyone retweeted.
0: Oh, Did, yeah. you? No. Did you? No.
1: Retweet? I don't think Terrible. anyone retweeted. Wow. All right. Well, we had. Broncos, oh, it's not opening. Okay, so Broncos won the week with Drew Locke showing big improvements in a second preseason game. Then that at the didn't age well. That's exciting. <laughs> Brutal. Oh, you got hurt.
5: Yeah, I know. <laughs> All <laughs> right, then Avs yeah, and Nuggets <laughs>
1: tied. Harrison, you did a good job. Nuggets was Jokic helping Serbia to two exhibition wins. Come on. <laughs> And then, as was three-headed monster getting their due nationally. AJ, how do you f- how do you feel about that one?
0: It was fine. I mean,
3: Rude I thought Rude with three-headed monster,
1: everyone would have vote you. The Avs fans would have swarmed yep. the polls. Power
3: rankings. Oh
0: God, they're the worst. Yeah.
1: And then Rockies was Dom Nunez' home run in MLB debut. All that right. got 14%. That should
0: have won. C- won because it was the only thing that happened in a game that mattered. And it was an awesome moment for him. Yeah.
1: I the Rockies, saying. We, you need to push it more, Drew. I do. But Rockies fans listening, you got to show up more in the polls.
3: They're all, they're <laughs> having, you know, Allie, they're having a hard time. <laughs> 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 Everyone's at home <laughs> under a blanket. Yeah. Just got a candle lit. Just. <laughs> trying to figure out what kind of rituals they need to perform it's just it's been a tough couple of weeks so i get people not showing out but come on man it was a good moment for the kid
1: it was but with that we're gonna start with you drew <laughs>
3: man <laughs>
4: sounds like you got a lot to work with yeah
1: all right drew Nowhere why did the rockies up. win the week
3: Las Cucarachas won the week. The Rockies won four games in a row and had, and I can't believe this word is coming out of my mouth, fun. They had fun. They had two walk-off wins. Nolan Arenado was good in the clutch a couple of times. John Gray threw an eight. And he really could have, should have, would have thrown a complete game shutout at Coors yeah. Field. What's uh, the deal with that? Why a- did they pull him? Yeah. I <laughs> anyway, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I guess they're still just trying to make sure they win games. He was tiring a little bit. I wanted to see him get it. Uh, But they they are. They they had some breaks go their way. They're getting hits at the right time. Yeah, they they still have the Wade Davis issue and, and there's still some things that have been ugly. But most of the rest of the team is actually playing pretty well. Uh, the start, the young starting pitching has looked a lot better, and they're coming around and having fun. The, this whole Los Cucarachas thing is, has been a big deal for them. It's really weird to see something uh, like that catch the team, but it has, and I still wouldn't be surprised to see them come back and win this series in Arizona
1: one second you guys are so good at ending these before i can make any sound like anything i'll Allie, go
2: long ali can't wait to buzz or mute people can i make an argument for who won the week in rocky's world sure drew Creesman won the week he's getting to cover a fun team and he published this amazing piece everyone needs to read and oh, check yeah. it out on how it's not just the baseballs i won't spoil anything more but Check that out. It's actually free, right? So if you're not a subscriber, you can check that out. Yeah. And then subscribe and do the right thing because uh, Drew pumps out amazing content like that on the reg. There you go. Did you like that? Why didn't I make that my argument? Yeah, you should
1: (laughs) have. Does anyone <laughs> agree with Drew on why the Rockies won the week? Anyone feel any because certain way? They
2: why? won
0: actual games that count. No, right. it's like I said, it's a fun. <laughs> I can't <couldn't
5: laughs> stress that enough. <laughs> <laughs> We're the sports one team <laughs> playing right now <laughs> <laughs> that's playing games that count. Like I said earlier, the the is thing, it's a fun storyline at the end of the year and for it's really a team that's self-aware. not going to make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, it right? is. It is self aware. How many, how many sports teams that are going down in flames are this self aware? Right. Yeah. And and I think a lot of them
3: have come out and said the right things. Like, we should be better than this. We're all mad we're not better than this. We yeah. haven't played good. We don't, like, it's not like our record should be better. They're not saying yeah. that, but it's just like
0: talent level wise yeah they're too good to be what they are right
3: and i think like you said earlier they've already started to embrace that a lot of these guys are playing for next year they've got their Mm -hmm. eyes on the prize for next season and that has given them something to play for Mm -hmm. and you're seeing these little glimpses of like the team they could have been all season even that part's frustrating sometimes when they (laughs) win you're like really today you decided to throw five Mm -hmm. shutout innings out of the bullpen this was the day yeah
0: (laughs) come on I mean, when you see guys like Tapia and McMahon coming into their own, it's like this is the plan working. It just happened two months late. Yep.
1: All right, we'll move on to Zach, since your team actually played a game as well. Not a real game. Nuh-uh. Not a real no, they game. Did, they <laughs>
4: did not either. They
3: had a practice on television. <laughs> and they didn't, even,
1: they,
4: they didn't even win that fake game that they played. That's what I'm saying. But the Broncos won the week because, as Booger McFarlane would say, <laughs> number oh 55 Bradley yes. Chubb showed that he can be Vic Fangio's Khalil Mack. He showed that he can have a better year than Von Miller. He showed that he can be one of the most elite pass rushers in this game, and you can look at stats to back that up. You can look at the tape to back that up. I mean, we, we talked about the move that he put on Staley earlier, uh, and it, he had a power move that was thrown in there. He had a, a, a move that he dipped under Joe Staley. He had a strip sack. He, had, uh, he hit... Jimmy Garoppolo, so that he was forced to throw an interception. He hit Jimmy Garoppolo again, so that uh, Devonte Bosby had an opportunity to make an interception. Ryan and I created a term last night that was a t- he. He had three turnover creation plays in the game last night. That was and he only played one quarter. He could have created twelve turnovers last night.
1: Fifteen seconds.
4: That is insane. So Bradley Chubb. Without a doubt, playing in fake games, losing fake games. He won the week in Denver.
5: I'm serious. Go back and watch the broadcast, and you'll <laughs> see what I'm talking about when it comes to <laughs> Booger McFarlane. The announcers
0: have gotten really annoying in recent years by calling guys by their first names. Yeah, first. Well, he goes number and first and last. And then there's like that where it's the extreme other direction and you're just like, dude. You're way
4: too formal with it the whole entire game. He was trying to
5: fit so many words into each sentence. (laughs) (laughs) It's all all I could think about. (laughs) Uh, I love
6: that by the way, Zach.
3: I love that. I I love that concept of, of the turnover creation play. I like that a lot. Shout out to RK. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. No, I was going to turn to Drew. <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> Another shot to
3: try to convince
0: people why the Rockies. Just somebody vote for the Rockies, please. No. All
1: right, AJ, why did the Avs win the week?
0: I don't know that the Avs won the week because I don't think they did, but Valerie Nichushkin certainly did because he sucks and he's getting paid $850,000 to suck. Uh, in which he he signed <laughs> yesterday. I take that deal. He he signed yesterday with the Abs for some ungodly, unholy, unexplainable reason. Oh, wow! They added him to the roster. This is a guy who played 57 games in the NHL last year and scored zero goals. And for some reason, the Avs were like, "We want that guy." <laughs> so, and it's not like he's a defensive defenseman or anything. This is a forward who was drafted in the top ten once upon a time, and they were like, "Yeah, sign us up." How old is he? He is twenty-four. He was Saint McKinnon, uh, the McKinnon draft. Okay. So you can dream on a guy, but in in I don't I don't know what aging curves look like in the NBA. Well, this
5: is like the Utah Jazz taking a shot on Emmanuel moody It sounds like Ugh. a former top pick in like a second draft type deal. It's so it's,
0: and I'm like it's if, not going to work out. It's been six but years, <laughs> no. no, 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 <laughs> it's it's not going to work out. But you can talk yourself into like. it. So he was good he was good once in the NHL, like early in his career, and then he was bad because he hated the head coach, so he left to go play in Russia. He was okay in Russia. The head coach quit or got fired. And he came back and then Dallas was like, Uh, you're actually bad. So they bought him out and the abs for some reason decided to give this man eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars. He's the big winner because he was completely incompetent last year, got another job, and will make a ton of money to do who knows what for the Avs organization. Does he because share an agent with any prominent free agents I, or anything? You know, I don't I don't know, but I'm just I'm just looking for explanations. Anytime you agent. sign a guy in August that's not already one of your own guys, it's no good reason. Yeah. I don't well, know. He does it's have clear. the
3: exact same number of goals as the Broncos offense has touchdowns. <laughs> so. He has the exact same number of goals as any of us at this team. <laughs> like,
0: if they were shopping for dudes with no offense, we all would have taken $850,000 <laughs> right. to Truth. show up and be like, I can't play in the NHL.
1: Andre's yeah. looking at me with a "excuse me, your buzzer, your buzzer," but Harrison added like a 15-second point in there, so I just <laughs> all right, uh, we let it go.
0: Nutchukin <laughs> wins because he gets paid money he doesn't deserve. <laughs> okay.
3: If that wins, I'm 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 quitting Twitter for a day <laughs> for a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm qu- I'm
1: but AJ, you're supporting Drew. For him, t- for the Rockies to win the week, right? Maybe ABS fans will s- also agree with you sure. on that. They haven't.
0: They haven't listened to me when I've encouraged <laughs> I them <know>. to go <laughs> elsewhere. I don't know. Maybe I try to spell get Champ to because he said some awesome stuff for his Hall of Fame yep. speech, and people yeah. are like, yep. "Nope."
1: <laughs> Did you see it? Jam didn't. They didn't win. Broncos didn't win. You, ABS won last week.
0: Before. Yeah. Mm.
1: All right, They don't listen to
0: me. They just follow the hockey. (laughs) (laughs) I am not part of this.
1: No, we had a few uh, fans who were like, I'm an Avs fan, but you know what? The Rockies not making a dumb move during the trade deadline. That deserves my vote.
3: Hey, thanks, one person.
1: (laughs) 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 Shout out
0: that one guy.
3: Yeah, appreciate you.
1: All right, Harrison.
5: Well, the Nuggets didn't win the week, I'll I'll (laughs) tell you that. But I'm going to use this time to keep you guys up to date on the uh, FIBA World Cup because... (laughs) (laughs) Because Team Serbia won the Acropolis tournament in Greece. I bet you guys didn't know that was happening. Wow. No. Uh, Anyways, it was a four-team tournament with Serbia, Greece, Turkey, and Italy. And Serbia went 3-0. It was a little round-robin type deal, and they beat Greece in the gold medal game. Except Nikola Jokic did not play in that game, but they still beat Greece.
1: But why didn't he play?
5: Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, he was back home in Serbia for did the Greek you know, freak play? personal reasons. He did play. And And Team Serbia still won. Wow. Um, That's what's up. Jokic played in the first two games, uh, but he he did not play in the gold medal game. But Team Serbia still won. And I feel like Team Serbia is the adopted (laughs) FIBA World Cup team of
0: Nuggets fans. So. And you guys gave me crap for the World Junior Summer Showcase. <laughs> <laughs> Does he still get a medal? I mean, he didn't play. He's
3: I, w- I would assume so. I mean, he was, he was, yeah. he was <laughs> dominant. He
4: dominant. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> right. This whole thing could have been just <laughs> invented. We're all
4: going along we're with all the like, yeah, Nuggets oh, listeners oh, are okay. like, Harrison's got him going. No, yeah. but yeah. I'm
3: calling it.
5: Up. Serbia will beat the U.S. in the World Cup next wow. month. Wow. They will oh, beat the U.S. I don't think it,
0: I mean. Aren't they down to like Mason Plumley on that team? Yes. He's probably going to be on the team, yes.
5: But Team USA should still be heavy favorites, but I'm picking Serbia to win.
1: I thought you were going to take this 60 seconds to talk about Bachelor in Paradise.
5: Well, Ryan's not on the show
1: this <laughs> week, so,
0: <laughs> so you we'll have to postpone that. <laughs> Forever, please. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay, so how that stacked up was AJ and Harrison both said that they didn't win the week, and Zach went with Bradley Chubb <laughs> having three good plays in a game that didn't count. For the love of God, <laughs> come out and vote for the yeah. Rockies who
0: won four actual baseball games.
3: Yeah, if
1: the Rockies
0: were ever going to win it.
1: This Well, is if the Rockies time. were ever going
0: to win it, it would have been like when Aaron Otto signed his extension and everybody felt great. I know. Where was this
3: podcast then? Hmm.
1: All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us. As you guys heard, please vote for Drew. He really needs it. <laughs>
2: We're
6: not, not even title this Rockies. episode.
2: Please, <laughs> please vote for vote Drew. For Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Couple notes before finishing the show. All right. 2016, the Rockies won 75 games. Clay Thompson was drafted 11th overall. Ah, that's why. all I've got for you. Go <laughs> Thanks, Andre. Dang
3: it.
1: Uh, he's so close. All right. Well, as always, be sure to subscribe to this podcast feed and leave us some comments, ratings, all of that good stuff. And like we did today, we'll be answering your questions if you comment on the actual post on bsndenver.com. For everyone at this table, have a great day, everyone. (laughs) I didn't know how to end it. (laughs) I was like, oh, well. Have
5: a great day.
1: Tucked away from the city, Raccoon Creek is your go-to golf course. Their location in Littleton provides more than just a beautiful golfing experience. They have the perfect setting for year-round events with unbelievable views.
2: It's a fun place to golf. It's a different atmosphere. And it's a really nice course. And- it's fast green, just, they have a good crew there, so it's always in good shape. They're having uh, comedy shows, they got like this really cool fire pit in the back now. It's changed a lot, like there's a whole new patio that has like the best views in Colorado, I think. You can just see the mountains, you see the golf course, you know. Kind of like Cheers, so everybody knows your name and your handicraft.
1: That was Todd. He's been golfing at Raccoon Creek for years now and it's his favorite golf course in the area because of the environment that they've created. Raccoon Creek has embraced technology, adding golf board rentals to their course, as well as updating their golf carts to be equipped with GPS that provides score updates of sporting events and live scoring for outings and tournaments. They also have an app where you can schedule tee times, receive happy hour specials, and stay up to date on all of their upcoming events. Download their app today and receive a free bucket of balls, or check them out online at raccooncreek.com.